0: Welcome to The Ralph
1: Report
2: with Ralph Garman.
0: Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report. It is a brand new show for this Tuesday, December 13th, year of science 2022. Science! all hell science. It is right to give science thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be joining us here today on The Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. Give me more gizzards. That's right. No, thank you. Gizzards.
2: Nope, not enough. It's all about the gizzards. No, it's enough gizzards. You loved them secretly. I did not love
0: them. They were okay. You. But they were pasty. You. I can tell when you're just muscling something down your throat. <laughs> Believe <laughs> me. I, <laughs> I can tell when never you're, happened. I've when never you're muscling anything. something down your throat. It tastes so good. <laughs> or I can tell when you're enjoying something. You were like fake not enjoying those what you
2: that wasn't enjoying that was not fake not enjoying you, you dug them no yeah they were, o- they were okay like so, a lozenge yeah, it's
0: like, it's <laughs> lozenge like sucking on lozenge lozenge see what see if nothing else eddie pence <laughs> from your five long years on this program well,
2: the problem is you go through you go through so so much time in in between saying the word lozenge it's not a very, you don't say that word a lot. You don't break it out very often. No. Whenever so, you have a sore throat, maybe. You get a little rusty at saying it, and that's what happened that day. I was just rusty at saying lozenge. Well, I'm glad we've knocked off the rust. How, how often do you say lozenge? Oh. Not
0: often. Regularly. No, it's you one know. of my favorite words.
2: Regularly. That's another word you don't use a lot, and you can go
0: regularly, and it gets all mumbled. Regularly. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, kids. Thanks for being with us today. <laughs> you have picked an excellent show to listen to. Because on the counter, you want to know why. I was just about to tell you, sir. Because it's Tuesday, Tuesdays are always jam-packed. Mm. We're going to twist our tongues. We're going to give away some art. We've got a ralph result coming up. Right. Uh, Eddie's portrait of me as ralph Claus has been <laughs> officially awarded. Well, it hasn't been yet, but it will be officially awarded later on today. Exciting. Uh, TV Tunes Tuesday, of course. We're featuring another... A bit of music from television that is holiday-related. Uh, this one's a good one. This is a good pull. Yeah. Got a, a great suggestion from a Garmin member in Arizona for today's TV Tune Tuesday. Entertainment news, your phone calls holiday or holiday. Speaking of the holidays, so much show ahead, but let's get right into the introductions. I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garmin.
1: Ralph,
0: the, the she He's got a motherfucking Mustang. Sitting here in the, the, the Batcave with me. Is the Rear Admiral himself, the Sheriff of Ghost Town, the Mayor of Myrtle, the victim of vandalism, the Duke of Disney, Mr. Tracy Pence. What? No. No.
2: Holy God. Holy God. It's
0: Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo-ho, Eddie. I say Mr. (laughs) Tracy Pence because we have an audience uh, here recording the show today. Not only is the lovely and talented Queen Jay on hand... Oh, my word, she got the magic. She got the magic. But for the first time ever, Tracy Pence is also on (laughs) hand. The Ricardos and the Mertzes are finally together (laughs) in in one episode, so... uh, Thanks for hanging out with us, Tracy. We're going to have a, a good show. Are you yeah. nervous? Your, your wife's watching your work? That, yeah, uh, a little bit
2: because I don't like it.
0: I don't like it at all. <laughs> Why don't
2: you like it? I don't it? know because it's my business. She, her, her business. Your business is her I, business. I no, I don't like this. No, she's judging me. It's a little holiday so she get together. She's drinking and she's judging. <laughs> so, what else is new? And that <laughs> turns into anger later.
0: <laughs> hey, speaking of drinking and what? judging uh last night uh, jen and i went to see eddie pence perform live yes. at the oaks tavern a mere stone's throw away World from famous. the bat cave and uh, congratulations you had a great set. thank you thank you guys for coming out that was fun some garmi members came out as well yes. it was nice to meet those guys so uh once again people were like why didn't eddie mention this on the show <laughs> yesterday it's like oh no he's the king of self-promotion if there's an opportunity to not promote himself Eddie will well, jump at it.
2: Well, it usually shows around L.A. Like that one was. It, they're like these bar shows where they're almost like it's like it was a workout room. But you still want people to show up, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you do. But like I try to save it up for like the big, big shows when I need a, when I need an audience. They can come then, which too. never happens. But this is the perfect gig because literally <laughs> it's free to
0: get in. You yes. just got to buy a drink. to yeah, buy a couple drinks and sit there at a bar. It's the perfect yeah, it's way to invite people to to sample your comedy styling. True. Stylings. True. So I reached out it. to Eddie and I said, Eddie, I don't see you post anything on Twitter. Let me retweet it to me. We'll get some people. I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't bother tweeting on Twitter. I, I put on Instagram. You have more followers on Instagram than you I do Twitter? I do. No, I am not even close. I'm not alive on Twitter. I'm a, I'm a Twitter monster. I bet you are. But uh, Instagram, I'm not, not so much. I like the Instagram. I don't do it enough. That's know, why. You should. All right. I'll Twitter's going to go away soon. You I know. Get on Instagram. I got to jump off. <laughs> that dying animal. We'll talk about Elon Musk a little bit later in the show. Meanwhile, let's jump right into it with Tongue Twister Tuesday. Oh, we love it when folks suggest fun phrases for us to try to say while we make ourselves look like complete assholes. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: this one comes from Brian here in Southern California in the Pasadena area. Another holiday-related oh. Tongue Twister Tuesday. Okay. So let's jump into it. Are you ready, steady Eddie? Because there's going to be
1: so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. So take a breath, prepare yourself the best you possibly can be for Ted Lee Mr.
0: Tuesday. My voice still isn't right. Can you hear it? It's still... Barely. It's a little... You're close. I'm a little growly. You're like 90%. Yeah, but it's still down here. It's still... It's still 1970s Maybe. FM DJ range down here. WKRP in Radio. Right yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the new you. I don't want the new me. It's the cause new because the new you. me can't do impressions. And without but the old you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it ain't good. How dare you? <laughs> you can't which ones can't you do with the- let me do
1: my show for christ's
2: sake i'm curious which ones you can't do in this state. i can't do any of them
0: okay i don't edwin you can't
2: do edwin s- like
0: this no because I'll, I'll i crack in the upper ranges i'm like peter brady in the episode where it's time to change i got to rearrange i can do low but i can't do high well, you got peter brady now Hold on, so oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> See, I can, I can approximate it, but I can't get where it needs to be. Uh, can't funny. do Kiwi. I can't do any of the classics. I've been working out. I'm like, what happened? My, to my God. You if to my do- voice is stuck like this, I'm going to have to get real talent. You have to work on current <clears>
1: impressions.
0: <throat> How dare you? You're a little saucy in front of the missus. I don't think she's welcome back here. All right. Tongue Twister Tuesday. Brian in Pasadena sent this in. It is Christmas themed, as I mentioned. There's chimney soot on Santa's suit. Oh, this is not going to be good. There's chimney soot on Santa's suit. As you can imagine, the old fat man trying to squeeze his way through a chimney. Soot is going
2: to be difficult.
0: This is the first Christmas, by the way, where there's no Santa in the Garmin household. Same. uh, Sucks. Sucks. I hate it. It's heartbreaking. I hate it so much. Although it does lift a certain amount of pressure. It does, but I like that pressure. That was fun pressure. Uh, Me too. But I'm thinking, shit, I can put the presents out, like, tomorrow. It doesn't really matter anymore. He doesn't have to deliver them anymore well, in the middle of the night. He still has me moving the elf around.
2: I'm sorry, what now? The elf on the shelf. Does he still believe in the elf but no, not in No, 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 no. But I was still moving around. It was like a gag. He was like, oh, he still wanted me to keep doing it. Oh, my God. And yesterday was the first morning I'd ever forgotten to move him. He was in the same spot when he went to bed as when he woke up. Oh, no. And he's like, oh, the elf's in the same spot. I'm like, yeah. <sighs> I'd literally kept it alive for like seven years and never missed a day. Well, if you're gonna miss a day, well, yeah, now, but when he doesn't
0: really buy into it anymore. That seems I know, like f- there's part of him is like, "Fuck, what, what, I missed it." Was the kid gonna be 27 and you're still gonna be moving the fucking stuffed elf yeah, around? If he wants me to. Oh my god, yeah. I haven't broken them out. They're still in the drawer somewhere. <laughs> it's a nice you- thing about being a halftime dad is that you got you, <laughs> it buys you some extra time. I got some time till the kid comes back. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Right. Tongue twister Tuesday. There's chimney soot on Santa's suit. You know how this works. Three times in a row. Speed is of the essence. I'll go first with my broken voice. <clears throat> Here we go. There's chimney soot on Santa's suit. There's chimney soot on Santa's suit. There's chimney soot on Santa's suit. Oh wow. baby, you're just showing off that for the was ladies. Sweet,
2: That's showing off for the ladies. It's not as difficult as I thought it was going to be. The suit is
0: bothering I me. I think no. I think you'll be fine. <laughs>
2: mm. There's chimney soot on Santa's suit. There's chimney soot on Santa's suit. There's chimney soot on, on Santa's suit. I think you got that it. good. I, I nailed that one, right?
0: Sorry, Brian. Apparently, Sorry. Uh, you didn't send us anything that Fuck, difficult. Yeah, that wasn't hard at all, man. Uh, only one left next week, by the way. So Ooh. try to try to up your game, Come on, people. Hurt us? Are we getting so good that we're, <laughs> that's it? That's no longer a challenge. <laughs> that's exactly what's happening? Well, I was impressed with us today on today's <laughs> tongue district. <laughs> Ah, tongue twister. Apparently, the title of the segment is where I foul up. <laughs> tongue twister Tuesday. Tongue twister Tuesday. It's,
1: twist. it's a twister. It's a twister. Right. Twister. Twister Tuesday. Twister Tuesday. It's a twister. It's a
0: twister. Let's give away some artwork with the raffle. over the weekend. I sent out the Patreon blast asking people to donate money to their local food banks. Or hunger charity, because at this time of year, yeah, no one should be wondering where their next meal is coming from. Especially, I mean, you don't want that in America it's year round, the whole world. But, but yeah. during the holidays, uh, as I tried to, uh, as I tried to remember the quote from Charles Dickens last week, which I still can't remember It, during, <laughs> it is a time when, when abundance rejoices, and want is keenly felt. Ah, I believe is that it how, is. Is that it? Yes, that's what the. That's what the two men who come up to Ebenezer Scrooge in the beginning of the Christmas Carol, they ask him to make a donation to the charity. Yes. And that's what they say to him. Want is an abundance. No. Abundance rejoices and want is keenly felt. Want is keenly felt.
2: But want is also an abundance this time of year.
0: Yes, but we don't want want to be abundance because it's being felt keenly by the people who are wanting. I've never been keenly And we're all celebrating in our abundance. We all have so much and they have so little. Right. And Scrooge says, uh, there are no workhouses anymore. Well, I'm glad are still student effect. My taxes are going for them. Something oh, like that. Anyway. <laughs> so we're raising money to feed people this holiday season. And as always, the Garmy showed up in a big bad way because you guys are super generous and we love you. Folks who donated, I read everybody's name because every donation counts starting at the $10 level. Jeremy Bienvenu. Welcome and Bienvenue,
3: welcome. Bienvenue, welcome.
0: <laughs> he donated to the Houston Food Bank. Thank you, Jeremy. Nice. Ben Kenber donated to Feeding America, which is a great catch-all hunger charity if you're looking for somebody to give money to this holiday season. Another $10 donation. Lance McFarlane, Rebecca Zimmer with $10 donations. Tom Trainer donated $15 to Feeding America. Stephen Burt. And Rob Lichter and Luke Raubotham all donated $20. Thank you, guys. Ralph Tafoya donated $25. Uh, Jahan Makanvand. It's easy for you to say. Makanvand. Makanvand. New name. I don't remember uh, Jahan donating before. Good job. Jim Dickinson, Rob Wintler-Cox, Guy Izzo, and Travis Thurman, all with $25 donations. Carrie Rutledge donated $30. Yuval Dome. Sean Barger and Bridget Klink, along with Laura Thomas, all made $50 donations. Very generous. Tim Ridley donated $75. Becky Duffy donated $85. Kent Christensen, a $100 donation to the San Diego Hunger Coalition. Emma Haddon, Melissa Keniston, and Judy Wang with $100 donations, along with Mario Plazola. Wow. $100 donation Damn. to the Federal Way Senior Center there in Washington State. Thank you, Mario. Peter Reardon, Linda Golden, John Morrison, and Matthew Latore all also with $100 donations. Michael Bolster came through with a $200 donation. Damn, Mike. Bjorn Knudsen. That's Knudsen? Bjorn from Cincinnati. Oh, oh the uh, boar killer. The boar killer, yeah. yes. The hunter extraordinaire. <laughs> he donated to the LeSoup Food Rescue and Kitchen there in Cincinnati. Uh, Carrie Lannert with a $250 donation. Mm. And David Tilly, thank you so much for your generosity, David. A $500 donation to the North Texas Food Bank. You guys were so very generous over the weekend. The grand total that we raised $2,755. I need to start. What? You need to start being hungry? I need to start a food bank. The Eddie Pence Food Bank. That's not how it works. You don't I, get to pocket the money. Well, you take the money and you buy food for people who don't well, have. I would it. take
2: the money and buy food. It'd just be for me. Oh my God! But fuck. two
0: grand. It's not a. It's it's not a GoFundMe for you. You're not supposed to line your pockets with it, Ebenezer. I'm just saying. Are the workhouse is still not in effect. <laughs> I'm glad to see they are, so that my taxes is... Hey, humbug, hey. humbug. Want is in abundance. All right. Here's what we do at this point. We put everybody's name in the.
2: Yep, can't fake that sound.
0: Ralph Report Charity Fishbowl. That
2: is genuine. Genuine fishbowl. It's almost like Santa's jingle bell. Oh, it is a little bit like his-
0: If his jingle bells were made of paper <laughs> and he rode in a fishbowl instead of a sleigh. Other <laughs> than that, it's exactly like Santa. Sounds
2: Like he's in the distance.
0: I mix these up, then I uh, let the artist himself dig there in deep.
2: There you go. He picks
0: <sighs> out a name at random, and then right we there. award someone with his artwork. This is a special one a holiday portrait of Ralph Claus and his mm. giant balls. Mm. Uh, you want to tell us who the lucky Garmy member is? Guy Izzo. Guy Izzo. <clears throat> Congratulations, guy. You have something that you'll pull out each and every holiday season and hang proudly over your mantle. Eddie's sketch of Ralph a Claus <laughs> with two massive balls. And a little elf. And a little elf pointing at the balls. As <laughs> if, like, here's where the present is. <laughs> Reach in to the sack. It's creepy on so many levels. <laughs> Thank you to everybody who donated. Let's check in with the rest of the Garmi now. We love it when you reach out to us. You can do it any number of ways. If you sent us a Christmas card or package, I have yet to get to the uh, post office box this week, but I'll be picking that up, I guess, tomorrow. So thanks in advance. And I think we're still going to do that Christmas card uh, challenge. Okay,
2: yeah, I've seen know, a couple come in the middle. We box. get
0: some in. Uh, you can send it to us. I put the uh, information for our uh, snail mail address on Patreon. You can find that. Or you can send us an email, Ralph, Eddie, and Steve. You can reach us all, Ralph, at the RalphReport.com. Eddie and Steve at that same domain name. Or you can do what a lot of folks like to do, leave their voicemail messages on the old Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's available to you. All you got to do is dial up that number, one eight three three.
1: Hi, Ralph.
0: Then I listen to each and every voicemail. Anything that's on your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, they are all welcome. I listen to them all. I grab a handful, and we put them here in Garmy on the line.
2: The telephone is ringing, the is on the line, Ralph's gonna play your calls now, Let's see what's on your
0: mind. As I mentioned, anything you want to talk about here on the Ralph Report Hotline, you have questions about the show, mm-hmm. you have a feeling, um, you want to just express yourself, you can use that. For any of those. Yeah. And there are reasons to uh, call in the Ralph Report hotline we haven't even thought of
1: yet. What? Hey, Ralph. I'm just testing a uh, needed an 800 number to test uh, phone system. So uh, you're <laughs> the only one I could remember off the top of my head. All right.
0: Hopefully, it sounds clear. I'm calling yeah. from Canada. Okay. Bye. Yep. Wow. Sounds great. There's a bell. If you just want to test a phone line <laughs> and, you, and you, need, <laughs> you need a convenient number, <laughs> apparently one Hi, Ralph is uh, is also good for that. Very easy to remember, so that's a good thing. It is. Hey. Thanks uh, so much that's for right. that. <laughs> you know, we pay for each of the calls. You know, you don't pay for them. <laughs> I just want to let people know it's free to you, that's right? But you, but on the other end, there is a charge. A little something something comes out of the old account every time somebody calls the Ralph Report Hotline. <laughs> so I'm not saying you can't use it All to right. check a phone line. No. I'm just saying it might not be the best use no. of the Ralph just, Report. One eight hundred big
2: cock next time. <clears throat>
0: That's just as easy to remember. Eddie's memorized that one. That's very for sure. easy. Oh, I could go into phone sex with this voice. You could. Hello. You've just reached 1 oh. 800 Big Cock. Are you looking for Big Cocks, <laughs> ladies or gentlemen? If you're a lady, press one. If you're a gentleman, press two. I wonder how it's different. That's <laughs> very present. Oh, Queen Jay's getting hot and bothered over here with my Big Cock Big talk. Cock line. I should. I, I would say I should start the big cock line, but there's got to be big cock around right? I'm sure right? there's big cock. I feel I'm tempted to stop the show right now, pull out my phone, and dial one eight hundred big cock to see it's what we get. Just to find out what would happen. Hold on, let me just hold him. <laughs> let me get my phone. I'm gonna put it on speaker. Okay. Let's see what we get. Big cock. And I hope I'll get it in the microphone. Hopefully, we can hear it. It's okay. got to be. It's got to be right.
2: I mean, I'm sure big dick is definitely taking. It. I would think so. Big sack. We could do big sack. One
0: eight hundred. Big cock. Big (laughs) cock. Cock. Where's the C? C C-O-C-K. K, K. I know how to spell cock. All right. All right, here we go. Welcome to 1
1: 800 Free Sex. (laughs) If you are a man seeking a woman, press 1. If you are a woman seeking a man, press 2. If you are a man seeking a man, press 3. If you are a woman seeking a
0: woman, press four. So I guess one eight hundred big cock is also one eight hundred free sex. I guess so. Yeah, they got all the numbers. Well, we can't use. But that how spot on were
2: you? Like, if you're a woman, press one. If you're oh,
0: a man. Well, oh, you've pre- you've dialed. I've heard about, okay. I've heard about phone sex I forgot, lines. I forgot. I I don't yes. have any personal experience, but from it what I've been like told, you from what I've been told, that's how they operate. Mm, okay. You never dialed phone sex line. No. Oh, dude! That four ninety five a minute thing scares me away. When uh, when one eight seven seven numbers and no, what was it? Yeah. What was it? There used to be a thing. It wasn't it? You didn't need credit card or something. You right. would just dial something one eight what? Party girls. I'm trying to think. There was uh the, no the one nine hundred numbers. Oh one nine hundred. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, they would just charge your phone. Per minute, or right? Whatever. You would just call and it'd go to your phone bill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: you
0: have you had no me. idea what you were spending. I I had a lot to explain to my parents when that first <laughs> when that news first broke, and then there was one you could prepay and get minutes. Oh. You could, like, you like use a credit card or even send them, like, a check or right. whatever. You don't want that. And, yeah, you would because you have 13 minutes left in your account. So you knew, like, how long <laughs> you had to time your erection versus your orgasm. <laughs> you could look at your watch <laughs> and she would be talking and you'd be like, uh, uh, yeah, all right, I'm good, I got in under the wire. Because you don't want to be disconnected. No, you don't. You really don't. So 1-800-BIG-COCK is also one 800 free sex. Huh, good to know. Good to know. For some reason. I don't know. Um... <laughs> Where were we? I don't know. Garmy on the line? Garmy on the line. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Farhad from Chicago called in. We Uh did a segment yesterday where we talked about the creation of Tide. Yeah. Laundry detergent in the mid-1940s. And we played an old radio commercial for Tide where they told you, you don't need to rinse your clothes anymore. Just walk around stinking like Tide or something to the effect. Everything's
3: clean. Hey, Ralph. uh, Farhad from Chicago. How are you guys? Eddie, Steve, Quinn Jay. Uh, Ralph, you played a commercial of Tide, I guess, detergent from the 40s or 50s. Yes. And I'm fascinated by that that part of Americana, the, the commercials with the
0: guy with a deep voice. Um, can we do like a segment
1: where, where you play those old commercials, especially like cigarette commercials, which were uh, everywhere back in those days? Uh, I don't know in what capacity,
0: but can we just play... Um, cool commercials from back in the back in the 50s. Thanks, guys. L&B. We don't need a reason to do anything here, Farhad. That's the nice thing about being Ralph of The Ralph Report. You can just do shit. No one's going <laughs> to stop me. I don't have to run it past the program That's director. True. Very true. And I'm fascinated by old commercials, too. I love them. Yeah. And I think it's a great idea from time to time here on The Ralph Report when we run across a uh, funny or interesting old commercial. Mm-hmm. We'll play them in a new segment called... And now a word from our sponsors. Now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> this is a classic radio commercial, one of my favorites from the nineteen late 1940s for Pontiac okay. Automobiles. Here's the nice thing about old-time commercials. No one was concerned about being racist. No <laughs> one. They not only, they didn't even, it wasn't like they actively avoided it. They leaned into it. If you were selling Pontiacs, yeah. And if you know anything about the Pontiac, it's named after a Native American tribe uh-huh. up there in uh, the Michigan area. Right. You, uh, you used that for all it's worth. Here is a uh, a Pontiac commercial from the late 1940s that was actually on radio.
1: Forefathers fathers went to trading boats. Three long days journey to get powder and shot. <laughs>
3: Today I drive my Pontiac to town in a few minutes to see the latest Paris gown.
1: Is this new Pontiac equipped with freewheeling? wheeling Naturally. Has it synchro silent second? Of course. Is the body by Fisher? Certainly. Well, apparently Pontiac has all the latest developments of automotive engineering. Absolutely. That is why Pontiac is today the chief of values. The chief oh of values.
0: God. Don't get... Scalped by those other dealerships, <laughs> buy a Pontiac. You save big wampum. You get more car for your wampum with the Pontiac. Fucking <laughs> A. Don't have any reservations about buying a Pontiac. No, it's the greatest car on the road. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: Forefathers ride three days.
0: <laughs> My God. That's amazing. So don't tell, don't tell me we haven't made some progress. Made a lot of progress uh last week it was all about heat miser and snow miser we loved that on the uh, tv tunes tuesday jennifer called in with a question
3: hey ralph jason and jennifer kinney here from denver area four-star general for a long time now and we were just realizing during your presentation of holiday favorites and the miser brother song that we haven't heard from Shatner in a while. And we were wondering if you could reach out to your contact and find out if he ever did any recording or attempt at the Miser Brothers songs. Um, Just seems like something right up his alley. Mm. Love you. Mean it. Bye.
0: Well, as you know, I do have a contact at the recording studio where William Shatner records all of his spoken word classics. Yes, Yes. Uh, not everything he records gets onto the albums. Shatner did a, a Christmas album a couple of years ago. Yeah. And all the classics are on there, but uh, he, uh, the Miser Brothers songs did not end up mm-hmm. on that. So I reached out to my guy and believe it or not. No. Yes. Really? William Shatner actually he recorded a version of the Snow Miser song. What is he not recorded? Uh, he's, he's very thorough Jesus. when he gets in the studio. He just knocks them out. So the guy was able to send me over a file. Please, I can't tell you who he is because he would lose his oh, job. Absolutely. Yeah. But for the Garmy, he's willing to uh, to risk it. Here's William Shatner's version of Snow Miser from The Year Without a Santa Claus. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. I'm Mr. Icicle. I'm Mr. Below. Some call me snow miser.
1: Whatever I touch
0: turns to snow in my clutch.
1: I'm too much. He's Mr.
3: White
1: Christmas. He's Mr. Snow. He's Mr. Icicle. He's Mr. Tender.
0: Some call me snow miser. Whatever I touch turns to snow in my clutch
1: is too much
0: I never want to see a day over 40 degrees I'd rather see it 30 20 10
1: 5 let it freeze Call me Snowmizer. Whatever I touch.
0: Turns to snow in my clutch. I'm too much. There's nothing that man can't perform. I wish him and George Takei got along, because that would be a great duet. <laughs> that would, indeed. <laughs> Snow Miser <laughs> as William Shatner and George Takei. Takei. Takei as, uh, as he Miser. That would be amazing. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> and lastly, you know, we play upbeat music for you every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. We call those our happy hits. We're doing all holiday happy hits until the end of the year, but we're focusing on... Christmas music that you don't hear all the time. We're all bored of the same 12 songs over and over again on the radio. These are little heard or little known Christmas songs suggested by people. Could not have been happier when Seth called in with this one. Because this harkens back to one of our favorite performers ever. We dedicate, around Halloween time, we dedicate dedicate a special episode just to Bobby Boris Pickett, (laughs) who... As we discovered, did about four dozen different <laughs> versions of the monster mash oh, in a desperate great. attempt to stay relative, <laughs> or relevant, rather. <laughs> I had no idea that he had done this.
1: Hi, Ralph. Uh, this is Seth, a three-star from Sarasota. I came across... Bobby Boris Pickett striking again with Monsters Holiday. I want to say you might have mentioned it whenever you did the deep dive, but I had didn't actually hear it, and it's it's something. Um, I don't know if you wanted to feature that as maybe today's happy hit. All right. Love you. Didn't mean it. Bye. Monsters
0: Holiday. He did not. Now, here's the good thing about Monsters Holiday. It doesn't sound anything like okay, Monster Mash. That's good. Oh, wait a minute. It sounds exactly oh, no. like Monster Mash. Come on! But if you just rewrote the lyrics for Christmas.
1: <laughs> Twas the night before Christmas when all through the castle, my monsters were having a Yuletide hassle. The tree was all trimmed in ghoulish things like werewolf fangs and vampire wings. They were up to no good. Didn't act like good monsters should. They found themselves a new prey. They planned to rob Santa's sleigh. They were making a list and checking it twice. Frankenstein wanted a shiny new trike. A new chain for Janusz, a brace for Igor's back, a speed shaver for Wolfman, a new cape for Drak. They were up to no good. Didn't act like good monsters should. They'd found themselves a new prey. They planned to rob Santa's sleigh. The mummy was to signal from the castle roof. At the very first sound of a reindeer hoof, as Santa slid down the chimney wall, the zombies were to make off with sleigh and all. From beyond the moat, There arose such a clatter. I jumped to the window to see what was the matter. Like a bolt of lightning, it happened so quick. And there in our midst stood old St. Nick. He began to dig down deep in his sack and came up with the traction for Igor's back. Jack caught his cape, Frankie's trike made him behave. Even Wolfman was happy. Now he can shave. And all ended well And Santa was really swell No need to rob Santa's sack Maybe next year he'll come back So the children everywhere were spared the grief Of losing their presence to a monster slave thief Now the monsters love Santa and say they'll behave And never again rob slaves or graves monster's Igor. What do you think of Santa Claus? Santa? Ooh. <laughs> what the
0: fuck? That motherfucker was shameless. My God. Uh, needless to say, Monster Holiday did not become a big hit. I'm shocked. So you probably have never heard, heard that before. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You too can be featured in the Garmin on the Line segment, but in order for that to happen, you got to call me. <laughs> That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Roth Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Time now to take a look at the huge calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall. Every day of the calendar year has multiple holidays that land on it. Not all of them are legitimate, though. So we break them down for you into holidays and holidays. Holiday or holiday, please tell me what we celebrate. Ralph Garman. December 13th is National Cocoa Day. Cocoa Day. Cocoa Day. Oh, I can get behind that. How appropriate when it's freezing cold outside. Like it's been here in Los Angeles. <laughs> I know. Oddly. It's a chilly fifty today. Uh, it was it would not it was in the forties. If it was, it didn't reach fifty until mid I know. day or how, whatever. How have we survive? Oh, you bastard! How we we're not, it? we're not prepared here. <laughs> uh, cocoa, of course, made with uh, cocoa powder, heated milk, water, and sugar. Not to be confused with hot chocolate. Yeah, way different. People are always confusing those two, yeah. and it's simply not the same because chocolate already has the cocoa butter and the fat and the milk right. and the sugar all put into it. Yeah. But this is just cocoa powder. Right. And then Swiss Miss. Yeah. It comes yeah. In, a, in a pouch and yeah. you, you get the little marshmallows and stuff. So it's appropriate in December to drink uh, cocoa, right? I had some yesterday. Did you really? I did. Big grande Starbucks with whipped cream. I am a grown ass man. I can't remember the last time I drank hot cocoa. You should cocoa. get some hot cocoa. But
2: why? Come it's on. for
0: children. It's
2: not. It's for everybody. In, in the words of Steve Ashton, "It's for children." You'll be happy. You'll get a, a big grande of hot chocolate, and you'll and you'll be happy.
0: Yeah. And if I can't put booze in it, there's no point in getting it.
2: You can take it to your car.
0: I suppose you could. Put in it in your car. A little flask, and then you'll be sad. again. Shaking in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> the saddest guy in the parking lot. <laughs> hey, happy birthday to the National Guard. It's the National Guard birthday today. We salute them. We are-
1: The National Guard, always ready, always
0: there. National Guard yeah. started on this day in 1636. Wow, that predates all the other ones. Yeah, the Massachusetts General Court established a well-regulated militia yeah. to protect the colonies. The government was in charge of this well-regulated right. militia that was actually Part of the government used to protect right. the citizens words. of that state. Well-regulated. Well-regulated <laughs> militia founded on this day. So uh, every state, every U.S. state, yeah. District of Columbia, the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, Guam, the U.S. Virgin Islands, they all have uh, Army National Guard members and Air National Guard nice. members. Nice. So. You don't think about them much, but you they're they're protected. Their song needs to be updated, though. No, they need like a power ballad.
2: No, that was yeah. awesome. Oh, with some electric guitar in there. No, that was a classic. Get some young people involved. We don't
0: need no whippersnappers. Oh, so let's look at one that shreds. No. Mm. Uh, National Violin Day, Eddie Pence. Speaking of something that shreds <laughs> the violin, one of the great instruments of all time, celebrated on December thirteenth. Although the instrument itself dates back thousands of years the uh, current violin that we know and love today pretty much came out of italy in the 16th century okay um further modifications in the 18th and 19th century but it hasn't changed all that much and see people like you who roll their eyes when i mention violin you think only of classical music I didn't roll my eyes you rolled, I rolled. yeah it was, rolling. I was no rolling it was an implied role mm. if it wasn't an actual role there was a roll. Mm-hmm. you're like eh, violin yeah eh. I, rather, I prefer the fiddle uh, well, see, violins used in country music, right. which is the same thing as a fiddle. Uh, rock, jazz, folk, Baroque. Right. You know what I would say about Baroque music? Yeah. If it's not Baroque, don't fix it. <laughs> That's
2: what I always say. So the only reason you
0: picked this holiday? No, I okay. love the violin. For sure. Of all the instruments people play, right. I can watch someone play guitar and say... That's pretty impressive. I, uh-huh. But I could see how you could do that. I could do that. Right. With enough practice, I could do that. Right. I could certainly play piano, uh-huh. drums. I uh-huh. am a drummer. Yes. A long time drummer. Saxophone, you <laughs> nailed the proficient saxophone. Proficient on the saxophone. Right. I get most instruments. Uh-huh. But when I watch a virtuoso violinist, mm-hmm. it's like a magic trick to me. Yeah. I don't understand how you know where to put that bow, at what angle, you're with, knock with your what string. Off. To going back and forth, up and down, and with the finger thing. It's a fucking magic trick. <laughs> Shouldn't be humanly possible to play the violin. Here's a little Itzach Perlman. You know Ooh, Itzach? I've heard of Itzach. Who, who have you heard? Who have you heard? Itzach. Jesus. You auditioning <laughs> for a World War II movie? <laughs> um, he, is, he is one of the greatest. Yeah. Here he is with a little Flight of the Bumblebee.
2: <laughs> That's a goddamn mystery to me it how is. he can do that. It is. But isn't, is there a worse instrument to hear someone try to learn to play than a violin? <laughs> Good
0: point. Being bad on the violin is one of the most the torturous, worst. torturous sounds you could possibly create. <laughs> it's also the National Day of the Horse. <laughs> Gotta love the horse. Sure. America yeah. was built with the horse. Yeah. Without the horse, <laughs> we wouldn't have nothing. We sure wouldn't. The modern horses we know and love them today were actually brought to North America by the Spanish explorers. Mm-hmm. The horses would run away and then they would breed on the Great Plains of America and that's where the Native Americans found and domesticated them. All right. And uh, started using them for work and t- for travel. All right. And it was a big part of uh, America. Yeah. We wouldn't be us without the horse. We sure wouldn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, look, I worked long and hard to find that sound okay, effect. You have gotten... A lot of use out of it. I'm going to use it. All right, you know what we do at this point. We find a food-related holiday, and we run it past Eddie Pence to see if it's something he'd be willing to eat. Doesn't usually go well. We ask him, would you eat this, Eddie? Mm -hmm. Or would you perhaps stick it up your ass and then pull it out? (laughs) Nice callback. Thank you. Um, Here's how we find out. We talk about the food, then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. The reels go round and round. And when they stop, if they all line up and match? Jackpot. That means Eddie Pence is eating that food. If they're mismatched, that means he's not going to go for it. All right. Today's food, you may be surprised to know that December 13th is National Cream Cheese Frosting Day. Cream cheese, okay. Yes, we're talking about baked goods that have been frosted, not with your usual butter frosting or something like that. This is the cream cheese cheese frosting. frosting. Cream cheese, by the way, was created in the 1870s by a man in New York City named William Lawrence. He was trying to a- attempt to make a French cheese known as Neuchatel. 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 But he was unable to make that. And so his product came out with a more moisture, less fat, but the same soft texture as Neuchatel. Neuchatel. And uh, it became known as cream cheese. Then he started wrapping it up in foil to keep it fresh. That's a pain in the ass. And he created the brand named Philadelphia. Yeah. In New York, which is some bullshit. Should be New York cream cheese. Should be New York cream cheese. Leave us, don't, keep my goddamn city's name out of your mouth. I bet the Will Smith slapped this bitch. Anyway, we know it, we love it, we can't live without it. Today, it's traditionally paired with fruit or vegetable based cakes, like carrot cake, famously uh-huh. has cream cheese frosting on okay. it. Pumpkin bunt cake, uh-huh. banana cupcakes, zucchini cake, and of course, red velvet cake almost always features Doesn't cream it? cheese frosting on the top. Is that something Eddie Pence would like or not? There's only one way for us to find out. We got to pull that handle. So here we go one cream cheese, two cream cheese.
1: In i don't know not
2: the, way you're, saying it. Not, not the you. way you're saying it i
3: have it on the end of my spatula it's not your spatula you that is not it. a spatula cream
0: put it away
2: my is Fuck. a red
0: velvet
2: cupcake it's not a it's in my ew ew i think we're good jack thank but you thank you so it's much not a spatula mm-hmm. um it's a weird shaped penis it's not a <laughs> spatula
0: I believe I believe he closed it in the door. He
2: did something. Don't mock the man. He's got an affliction. They need to call the hospital or He's something. He's fine. Okay. I'm fine. You don't all look fine. All right, Jackpot. That's, That's why it's did. red velvet down there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just it sounds like the worst diagnosis a doctor could ever give you. I'm sorry, but it's all red velvet down there. <laughs> That's nothing more I can do. <laughs> um i'm surprised you cream cheese frosting i like cream cheese oh i
2: see and so. i've had cream cheese on uh, the on but you're not cheese guy i've had cheeses you balked at in the past i do balk at most cheeses i know there's a few cheeses i eat oh, cream, cheese so cream, I like cream cheese is cheese. one of them but i've had cream cheese frosting i believe on carrot cake before. yeah you have that's pretty good that is goddamn so good so i can't say i don't like it fair Just enough like it. well yeah.
0: this is why we do
2: this segment so. because you're
0: always yes
2: it's always interesting <laughs> but after seeing that uh, spatula, Jack <laughs> spatula. I might not ever eat cream cheese again. It's actually my penis. I know that.
0: I guess he thought you were confused. Maybe. Okay. That's, just... That's it for holiday or holliday. Holiday Now it's time for all the entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. As I mentioned, Elon Musk in the news over the weekend, he showed up on stage with Dave Chappelle at Dave Chappelle's show there in San Francisco. He did. And when he walked out there, booze rained down from the audience. A lot of booze. Here's a little bit of clip of uh, of that appearance.
1: i are gonna make some noise for the richest man in the world. Yeah. Cheers and booze, I think. In
0: I not expecting this right? you <laughs> this is why nerds can't be rich because they they think when they have money suddenly it makes them funny or interesting yeah. or attractive. it doesn't buy you a personality it certainly does not
2: and could you imagine Richard Pryor or George Carlin bringing a billionaire on stage with
0: them never in a million years ever in a
2: billion years that's not truth to power no in not any way all. shape or form it
0: was kind of embarrassing for Chappelle I think absolutely it was I I like Chappelle,
2: and I I I appreciate some stuff I don't like he does, but for the most part, as a comedian, I respect what he does. That I was like, what comedian brings a billionaire on stage with him and then yells at his audience members in the cheap seats? Yeah, he was saying the people who are booing are all in the cheap seats. Like, what are you doing? Who are you speaking for now? Yeah, you're you're punching down with the billionaire. That's fair. That's a fair
0: cop
1: because as a
2: comic, it, it pissed me off.
0: The whole purpose of comedy is is to be the voice of the voiceless and to take shots of people who... Punch up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, You can't punch up with
0: a billionaire on stage. It was very weird. And uh, Elon Musk, have you seen a bigger fall from grace from this guy who was going to be the... Guy who gave us electric cars and took us to Mars and he was going to be the visionary yeah. science business guy who was going to lead us into the next century. But he wanted to spend $44 billion to be a troll. And now he's just a, yeah. just a bitch. He's just a whiny little bitch. It's, an, it's insane what's happened. Absolutely insane. He went on Twitter on Monday saying, Technically it was 90% cheers and 10% boos. Mm-hmm. But still that's a lot of boos, which is a first for me in real life, he said still propping up his fragile yeah, ego. A fucking narcissist, It's, man. uh... We're, we're in a bad place. really is. Oh, no, well.
2: Know. Oh, well. Is that right? I'm <laughs> speechless over it. It's just, it's shocking to me that a comedian would become a billionaire on stage and then shit on his own audience members for booing that billionaire.
0: It's a weird That's take. a weird thing. It's a weird take It's a sure. weird thing to do. Yeah. But he's been weird lately a bunch. He has. He's, like, really seemed to have a hard-on for uh, upsetting trans people and stuff. Right. It's like he's going out of his way to poke... People who are already disadvantaged and in just some fighting
2: way. for their own right to exist, yeah. and he's punching at them. It's weird. It's a weird situation. Super weird.
0: All right, on to bigger and better things. Remember Witch Mountain, the Disney show Witch Mountain: Escape from Witch yeah, Mountain. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're uh, bringing it back on Disney Plus television. They've just greenlit a pilot for a TV version of it. Escape to Witch Mountain came out in 1975, so I'm sure a lot of people are waiting for a return to Witch Mountain, which I think was the name of the sequel to that. Movie. Return to <laughs> Witch Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> And then they did a movie version. They tried to bring it back with uh, The Rock. The Rock, right? The Rock yeah. did one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that wasn't very popular. No. So they're all in on other unpopular versions <laughs> of this old franchise that nobody it's really the Bobby remembers. Bobby of franchise. Or cares about. <laughs> Di- uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, however, is going to be starring in it. Okay. And I like her. Yeah, so I do too. I'll watch her in anything. Yeah. This is more weird TV news. HBO Max. Well, you know HBO's undergoing a whole shitstorm over yeah, there because they're tight in the belt. They're owned by Warner Brothers and, and you know they just got purchased by Discovery and they are slashing prices left and right. <laughs> Everything's everything, everything must, go. must go. It's a fire sale over there. So there's a show there called Minx, okay? It's about a it's sort of a thinly veiled fictional tale of the birth of Playgirl magazine, story of a feminist and a low-rent pornographer. I remember that, yeah, I remember that, I
2: remember that. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Jake Johansson yeah, yeah. Uh, stars along with Ophelia Lovabond, and she plays the feminist writer who teams up with a low-rent porn publisher, and they create an erotic magazine for women in the 1970s. Yeah. So it's basically the story of Playgirl, but fictionalized. Yeah. It's called, the magazine's called Minx. Yeah. Very, uh, very successful, enjoyed largely by the critics and audiences alike, so much so that HBO Max um, renewed it for a second season mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year. Right. So they went into production, and they just finished production of season two, Yeah. and HBO Max has announced they're canceling the show. With a second season in the can, they're simply <laughs> going to walk away from the show. They're making some weird decisions. Though, Very right? weird. They're burning off material they already own and have right. produced. I don't see how you save money that I much. don't either. But you sure piss off a lot of this is good news. The Olivia Newton-John documentary has been announced. Oh, it's in the works. Okay. I would love to watch that. She just They just got the access to her entire private archive of photo- of uh, photographs and videos. Oh, that'd be interesting. Look, say what you want, whether you were a fan or not. Her career from successful singer in Australia, in her home country, then coming over and making it pretty much in country music, yeah. then crossing over into pop, and then with movies, of course, becoming one of the big stars. Yeah. of the 70s and 80s. Um, I'm, I'm fascinated by that, and I'm looking forward to it. And speaking of movies, The Blacklist is out. Are you familiar with The Blacklist? Yeah. yeah the yeah, Blacklist, yeah. for those who don't know, is the list of the top unpurchased scripts in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. These are scripts that have made the rounds to producers' offices, and everyone says, these are awesome, but we're not going to give you any money right. for it, <laughs> which I always thought is so weird. They right. have a list. Right. Of the best scripts in Hollywood, loves. everyone loves them. Everyone loves them. That's the, how they make it on the list. It yeah. have to be a, a certain number. They ask three hundred producers, yeah. and there has to be a certain percentage of them say this is one of the best scripts I've read. Yeah. and it goes on the blacklist. And it just sits there. And then no one buys it, and <laughs> no one produces it, and they make Witch Mountain the series instead <laughs> of these films. Right. Makes total sense. You have, you know what they are. Just make those. Yeah. 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 Anyway, always pisses me off um films that languished on the best the the blacklist for years before they were produced include slumdog millionaire yeah. no one wanted to make that Great movie argo the king's speech uh more recently king richard story of the dad of the uh of um, oh, the the tennis players tennis Venus girls serena yeah. yeah uh anyway so here's uh, the new list just came out some of the movies on this list and boy i want to see all of these films by the way Uh, Dolly Parton's rise to fame. Well, I think you can see that. Called Dumb Blonde is the name of it. (laughs) Because she was largely considered that when she came up in the industry, male-oriented country music industry. Blonde hair, uh, big boobs. 60s and 70s, yeah. So uh, what else they got going on here? This is fascinating. I want to see this. The making of It's a Wonderful Life. Someone wrote a movie about the -the behind-the-scenes story of the making of It's a Wonderful Life. That'd be fascinating. Which was rife with peril. A story about the Four Seasons Total Landscaping <laughs> event when the Republican Party showed up for a press release thinking they were going to the Four Seasons Hotel when they showed up at oh, the Total Landscaping. Come on, if we can get Cocaine Bear, we can get this. That's what I'm saying. Come on. Other feature films, Madden, story of a man forced into retirement by his football team who then teams up with a mild-mannered Computer programmer to write the world's first football video game, oh. based, of course, on the real story of John Madden doing just that when the Raiders gave him the boot. That'd be interesting. Fascinating. Sang Freud. Sang Freud? Sang Freud. This is the story of a vampire and a pregnant nurse who team up to rob a hospital of their <laughs> blood supply after a botched delivery leaves a ton of starving vampires in its wake. It's like Ocean's Eleven for blood. Oh, we need that. It's a vampire heist movie. We need that. I want to see it now. Make it now. Come out in October. Goat. Story of a first-round draft pick in the NFL who was invited to train at the team's legendary but aging quarterback's private compound. And that's when this rising star witnesses the horror the hero goes to to stay at the top of his game. Oh. It's a horror movie oh. about Tom Brady, apparently. I want to see that. All the massages he has to get. Oh, a mega action hit. This is the only one I... Uh, mega action hit? It's called hit? Mega Action Hit. I like it already. It's the story of a Hollywood leading action star who hits his head on the set and wakes up thinking he's a real-life action hero and embarks on an ill-fated <laughs> international mission to track down a stolen nuke before oh, it's all too late. we need that. That could be fun. You know what's not on here? What? Howl to the Chief. Howl to the Chief should be on Howl there. to the Chief well, it's should be Well, because I haven't written it yet. As, as I write But the it, title alone should get you on the list. It'll be on the blacklist. For those who don't know, that's Eddie's screenplay about America's first werewolf <laughs> president. Howl to the Chief. Who turns into a werewolf every full moon. And it's called Howl to the Chief. As soon as I write it, it'll
2: make it the blacklist. Absolutely. Trust me. Let's
0: so take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. all these stars born on December 13th. Starting with the lead singer of Evanescence. Is that still a band? Are they still together? I didn't think so. I think they fight all the time if they do. Amy Lee is her name. She's 41 today. <laughs> Which struck me as a vampire, too. True. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Amy Lee. Yeah, I guess you could be, she's yeah. vampiric. I could, I could see that. Dick Van Motherfucking Dyke celebrates another birthday today on December 13th, his 97th. Good for him. He will never die. He won't. decided. He's going to be with us forever. And he doesn't. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. He no, shouldn't we need him more now more than ever. For sure. We need Dick. Oh, it's a jolly holiday with Mary. I always think of your kid when I think of Dick he Van. He loved. Dick he had a real hard on for Dick <laughs> he sure did. back in the day. Uh, <laughs> we went to his 90th birthday party at Disneyland. I remember. Yes. And he dressed up as a chimney sweep, As a chimney didn't sweep, he,
2: he did. Yeah. He loved that.
0: Dick Van Dyke's 97 today. Taylor Swift is 33. I gotta, I'm got i going through such a fucking turmoil with this Taylor Swift thing. My kid has decided that she is Swifty number one. Oh, no. So the Christmas list this year is just all fucking Taylor oh, Swift no. stuff. Oh, no. And you know how I feel yeah. about Adolf Switler. Oh man! And Tadoff Switler, however, um, <laughs> and it's just I'm just torn. I don't. That's like my child being a Cowboys fan. I'm, how?
2: I'm, how do you do I'm that? I'm
0: funneling en- money behind enemy lines, and it, it's tearing me up inside. <laughs> but you know, when you have a kid, you do what you gotta you do, gotta, right? You gotta. Yeah, you got to. And but I hear the music all the time. Oh, my God, she is so headphones fucking insipid. Quality headphones. She is just not great. She's okay. She's fine. I try to listen with an open mind, and I go, this is fine. This is fine, pop music, but it's not nearly uh, its inexplicable, her level of success. Yeah, it's maddening. Kind of crazy. It me. is kind of crazy. Her, here's her Christmas song. I'll give you an example. It's the, What the fuck is this all about?
1: In my heart is a Christmas tree farm where the people would
3: come to dance under up in their mittens and coats and decider would flow. And I just wanna be there tonight.
1: We dreams of Holly and Ribbon. Mistakes are forgiven, and everything is icy and blue. And you would be there too.
0: So it's there's a Christmas tree farm, but right. it's in her heart. Okay. But everything's icy and blue. So her heart's and icy and blue. And there's ribbons. Okay. And there's holly. In and you're heart. going to be there too. In her heart. It's like someone took, you know, in those fridge magnets that just have words on yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, If they just took a bunch of Christmas holiday word magnets and then just just rubbed them and just rubbed them until they just right. fell into a straight line, and then you use that as lyrics for a Christmas song. And then someone with an average pop song voice just, just, yes, just saying the them. The average basic skill set. And then just put a beat behind it. It's Christmas tree farm and there's holly and ice and there's snow and it's Christmas and cheer and love. It's just a list of things. All right, I feel better having gotten that out. Okay. From Family Affair, the old sitcom, Kathy Garver and Johnny Whitaker, who played brother and sister on that show, celebrate birthdays. Ted Nugent.
2: Oh, Teddy.
0: The Motor City Madman. The guy who once shit himself so he wouldn't have to be drafted into the army. Yeah, brave true man, true American, brave man. Ted Nugent, 74. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I leaned on the explosion. Oh, it's okay. I leaned on the uh, the murder button there instead. I apologize. <laughs> Guitarist Jeff Skunk Baxter, best known for his work with Steely Dan and, of course, the Doobie Brothers. He's 74 today. <laughs> I keep holding
1: on. I keep holding on. I keep holding on.
0: I keep holding on. Love Michael McDonald. Uh, right now, Jeff Skunk Baxter is working on defense missile systems for the government. That's that's a, what he does. That's now. a left turn. It is a left turn. Wendy Malick, very talented actress from Hot in Cleveland and Just Shoot Me, 72. Steve Forbert, known at one time in his career as Little Stevie Forbert. He is 68.
1: Leave me in the middle of the day. Let me hear you say everything's okay. Bring me southern kisses from your room. Steve
0: Buscemi is 65. Singer Morris Day of the time is 66. (laughs) Jamie Foxx is 55, and singer-guitarist Tom DeLong of Blink-182 is 47.
1: It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand.
3: small things.
0: Love <laughs> to. That's it for today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars had birthdays today. <laughs> yes, they did. I just, I, just went through a, I just went into a time loop where oh. I, start, I started into the intro for the segment. <laughs> this, is, this is a time loop movie where I can't get out of this segment now. <laughs> all these celebrities have birthdays today. That's all you need to know. My name's Ralph? Oh, that's right. There you go. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. <laughs> I was so excited <laughs> about TV Tunes Tuesday <laughs> that I that I lost my place, as it were, in that my own, in that my happens. own mind. It happens every Tuesday. We take a look at classic music from classic television shows. Let's turn on the TV. Here we go. You know what day it is? It's TV Tunes Tuesday. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. This comes from Katie in Arizona. She writes, Dear Ralph, hearing Michael McKean's take on Miser last week reminded me of another great TV Christmas song. Before he was a national treasure with Spinal Tap and his other work, I was first introduced to Michael McKean as half of TV's goofiest duo, Lenny and Squiggy, on one of my favorite sitcoms, Laverne and Shirley. Can you please talk about the classic TV Christmas song from one of my favorite hapless musical duos, Lenny and the Squigtones, Thanks, Katie, in Arizona. Yeah, that's right. That's where we first really saw Michael McCain. Yeah. And at the time, Laverne and Shirley was a massive, massive hit, yeah. propelled him into the stratosphere in terms of profile as an actor. Originally hired, he and David were both hired to be writers on that show hmm. by Penny Marshall, who was married at the time to Rob Reiner, who was a good friend of those guys because right. they had all been in a comedy troupe at the time called The Credibility Gap. Wow. Uh, Michael and David met in college of all places and then worked together in New York and then eventually in Los Angeles in a trio with Harry Shearer, David Lander, and Michael McKean. They were the credibility gap. Wow. uh, Which, of course, later on, Harry Shearer would be part of Spinal Tap Tap as well. Um, They were hired to be writers and... Uh, it's funny, Michael tells the story where just coincidentally, we happened to write these two characters into the very oh, first script we ever wrote to do it. called Lenny and Squeaky based on characters <laughs> we've been doing since we were teenagers. <laughs> so, very smart of them to get on screen. In this episode from the second season, Carmine, you remember Carmine? I do remember Carmine. You know, I'd go from rags to riches. Guy was always doing that. Yeah. He uh, gets the gang to perform at a uh, mental hospital. Oh. Because it's Christmas time, and these people need entertainment. Sure. There was a time where you could sort of make fun of mental illness, too, and it was okay on a sitcom. Right. So they all get together to sing Christmas numbers and and perform. And Lenny and the Squigtones, which is the name of the duo, but there's no tones. It's just Just Lenny and Squiggy. (laughs) Uh, This is the first time they ever sang on the series. But it wouldn't be the last. This is a song that was written by Lander and McKean called The Jolliest Fat Man, a.k.a. Christmas in the Poor House. Here are Lenny and Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley and this TV tune of Christmas.
3: It was Christmas Eve night at the poorhouse And all of the paupers were there I stepped in because it was snowing And snow always screws up my (laughs) hair. By the pot-bellied stove sat a pot-bellied man. He spoke with some lumps in his throat. His story was sad and his diction was bad. And here is the song that he wrote. I once was the jolliest Batman, with roses in all of my cheeks <laughs> and I'd load up my sled every Christmas And go on a drunk for two weeks
1: <laughs>
3: My friends said they saw me on rooftops And sliding down chimneys at dawn With my reindeer in hand I would glide across the land and wake up on somebody's lawn. <laughs> <laughs> One morning, my wife left this message. Each Christmas, I've spent by myself. I'm sick of your stupid traditions. So I've run off to Spain with her elf. <laughs> Justin, the old man started dying. <laughs> He screamed, may the Lord take my soul. We went through his wallet to see who he was. His address read simply, North (laughs) Pole. So the next time you go by the poor
1: house,
3: if by the poor house you go, just take off your hat to a, a dead, dead guy, guy who's fat, <laughs> and whisper a silent ho, ho
0: Sadly, David Lander passed away just a couple years ago, uh, yeah. December 4th, of 2020. They were longtime friends, and yeah. McKean still writes about him over on his blog. That's the holiday edition of TV Tunes Tuesday. Here we go.
1: You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday.
2: Oh, I like that one. Daddy
0: still likes it, too. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, kids. That's the show for today. Come on back tomorrow. Wednesdays are always fun, largely because Steve Ashton is on hand. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. so I do, me too. Also on Wednesdays, I always, um, there's a, yeah, we do a, All right. oh, man. man. I, I, uh-huh. I do a thing. It's, yeah. I know it's a, every week every on Wednesday, Wednesday. For five years. For five years, That's we good. do a thing. One was, Hit Wonder? Ah, God damn right! That's right. One Hit Wonder Wednesday. We take a look at a song that was wildly popular and the artist who was never quite able, much like Bobby Barrett Pickett, Bobby Barris Pickett, rather, <laughs> uh, able to achieve that level of success oh. again. Meanwhile, the show's not as good if you're not here with us. And so, in order for that to happen, you got to take care of you. Stay sweet at six
1: feet. Stay good in the hood. Because life is life.
0: We want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. Join us tomorrow, won't you? Until tomorrow, please remember I love you. I mean it. Bye. Ha ha. So, ha ha. I got it. Ha <laughs> ha. Bye bye. Take a better dance now. Bye, men.
2: Take a lodging. <laughs>